Here's a lap dance. <laughs> you are dumped. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. Oh, please don't try to kiss me. Please don't try to kiss me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> I never got a text back. <laughs> I can just imagine why. Move on. Hello <laughs> and welcome to the very first episode of Officially Unofficial. The very first, the debut, the pilot. Let's hope this plane doesn't crash. <laughs> so you've been dumped is our first topic, if you're listening. Um, my name is Bianca. I'm the one who doesn't sound American. <laughs> and my name's Natasha, but you can call me Nat. And I'm the one that does sound American. Amazing. Now that we've made that very clear distinction between our voices, let's just jump into it. I mean, honestly, so I've been thinking a lot about dumping recently um, as someone completely single who hasn't had to be dumped in over a year now, which is fantastic. And I, I think, like, the reason that brought me to it was this whole, I don't know if you saw, oh, well, like, the whole internet scene at the SAG Awards when Brad and Jen touched and it was like oh my like the internet had a meltdown which is so far beyond me like I'm beyond over that narrative are and they all back together was that sexual tension what are they hiding no like god forbid someone congratulates someone else on their achievements and they like had previous I mean they were married but still like honestly it's a complete joke but as I was googling I was thinking I think I've never been the dumpy I've always been dumped. Which is a perfect segue for my very first question for you. Yes. In a perfect world, I mean, it's not perfect because you're getting dumped, but <laughs> but what would your ideal dumping process be? So How I've, would you like to be dumped? Yeah, I've definitely experienced it and it was like cathartic. I... Oh. If I could be dumped like this for the rest of my life, I would, honestly. So when I was, I think, 16, I had a high school boyfriend, shock, and we were going out, I think, for about six or seven months, something like that. I was just, like, beyond over it. The absolute antithesis of my being was to be with this person, who is, for context, very lovely, and I was 100% the problem. So I was very ready to dump them. I told three closest friends, which I don't think is bad. I don't think it's bad to preempt a dumping by telling people that you assume won't tell anyone else. Is it manifesting or is it's it? It's manifesting, yeah, exactly. You're setting yourself on the right course to follow through with your actions. Plus it holds you a little bit accountable because no one likes that person that's like, oh, I'm going to do this and doesn't follow through. So anyway, I said it in my mind. I messaged him and I was like, hey, I said some crap. Like, do you want to meet up after school by the train station? It's a height of romance. Um, and he messages back, I think I know what this is about. And I was like, okay, silent echoes. So I just said, oh, okay, like, are you free Tuesday? Completely seen. Two hours pass <laughs> and I get a phone call from my best mate that I told I was ready to do this. And she's like, hey, like, did you do it? I just saw um, your boyfriend has changed their relationship status on Facebook to single. <laughs> and I was like, no, I haven't, but I think I've just been dumped. And she's like, oh, my God, did you just get dumped via, like, a relationship change on Facebook? Oh, my God. Incredible. I cannot, wow. <laughs> I cannot argue for something, like, 
I cannot argue for a better scenario in no which words. to be dumped. I mean, we obviously followed it up with a whole, you know, in-person meeting to be like, hey, so I saw you <laughs> I saw you change your relationship status to single. So you're single. <laughs> I'm assuming we're broken up. Um, and I, like, I remember getting there and playing around with it as well and just being like, hey, like, I actually wanted to talk about, like, you know, like, you know, progressing things in our relationship and his face was pure horror. And you I was are like, a terrorist. I know. I was like, I'm just kidding. Like, let's break up. Thank God. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I mean, best, best of a bad situation. And that is my ideal dumping. So, ripping the band aid right off. <laughs> and I didn't have to do a thing. Like, all I said was, I wanted to talk and thank. God, that translated as the easiest dumping of my life. Um, wow. But that makes me think, like, you know, it's 2020 and we use this as an excuse for a lot of things. Why, like, why do we always have to dump people in person? Like, are there kind of some connotation, uh, connotations, conventions that we can eradicate now when it comes to dumping? Like, you know, like, it's so taboo to dump someone <laughs> I'm laughing while I say it, but via text message, via phone call, I honestly would argue that you know we need to diversify the game. Because when I was Googling this, so I read like several different articles um, and I looked up like ways to dump people, just a very generic thing. I'm not particularly original in this um, uh, <laughs> forum. And they all said the same thing. So I read one by like Psychology Today. The Cut had a really good expose on it. Even Goop and that, um, what's that guy, the fucking idiot who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mark Mason. Mark Mason. Yeah. They all said you have to dump someone in person, not what I was looking for. Um, and they also said, like, you have to do it in a subtle way and try to make the – try not to make the person feel awful but not to make them feel better. I think that, the like, the general consensus about dumping in person is that you soften the blow because you're there and you're, you know – you're looking at their facial expressions and making sure that you don't cross a line where you're really, really hurting them. Which I disagree. I think. Why do you think it's dumping done in, in person? person? I think dumping in person is just like formed in this very, I would now argue, archaic sense of respect. That like I was going to say, yeah, it's all about being it respectful. It is respectful. Oh, yeah, definitely respectful. But does it really soften a blow? I think it's kinder. Crickets. It's kind Crickets. <laughs> How is it kinder? People are like, oh, you know, like I, I 100% agree that it's more respectful, but can you imagine looking someone dead in the eye and saying things like, I don't love you anymore. You're not good enough. <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> like, how is that kind so one of? One of my rules when it comes to dumping or being dumped is it has to happen while you're doing an activity, preferably oh walking. Oh, my God. Well, like, yeah, so I can throw walking. myself off a no. cliff <laughs> because someone's told me that I'm not good enough for them anymore. I've been dumped in person. It honestly... Were you walking? No, we were at a bar and I didn't, even, I didn't even order a drink. Oh. Like, I was sitting there dead sober and I was like, you could have given me a minute to at least get something to throw... To absolve my tears, it could have come with a napkin under it so I could have wiped away any, like, excess fluid evading my eyes. <laughs> they had a beer. 
I had nothing. I didn't ever. I didn't even have a water. I was dumped and I was parched and it was disgusting. <laughs> but then we left the bar because I said I can't be dumped right now when I'm listening to like an ACDC cover band. I felt like that just made the situation worse. <laughs> And he was a bit freaked out. He was like, oh, my God, like, she's going to go outside and lose it. Turned into a really great conversation. Very sad. But then I remember calling my mum as well. I was like, can you come pick me up? And she said, absolutely not. Just catch the train home. You're right next to a station. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I know. So my parents are emotional terrorists and raised one, but that's fine. Um, but, yeah, no, this is why I come back to always thinking, like, I get respect is a really big element. And I assume, like, if you've been in a relationship for years or if you're getting a divorce, not that I know anyone, I mean, like, in mm. our age group that's getting a divorce yet, yet the statistics are there and you've all been warned. Um, <laughs> but, like, I want to talk about the dump via text, the dump via phone call. Handwritten letter in the mailbox. Sticky note. Stick. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Which brings us to if you've ever watched Sex in the City, mm. there's an episode where Carrie is in a relationship with someone that's not big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Aiden. Or Aiden. One of the Shock. other ones. <laughs> and, you know, he's stayed over the night. She wakes up the next morning. He's not in bed. She goes into the kitchen. There's a sticky note. And what does it say? I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. Don't hate me. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, he ripped the Band-Aid right off. Clean. Clean. And I would argue, again, that is much better than hearing, I don't love you. You're not that great. You mean nothing to me. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's all relevant to, you know, how long you've been seeing the person, mm. what kind of relationship you've had. Because, you know, we live in a day and age where relationships are so taboo and there's so mm. many different kinds. Yeah. They start off of dating apps or you might meet someone in an organic way or it might just be a casual relationship. Oh, yeah, then, like you're sleeping together and then you just happen to call each other, like, partners. yeah. More than sexual. Yeah. That's my favourite. I'm mm -hmm. just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding as a 22-year-old virgin. Um, but what I'm saying is, depending on what kind of, you know, situationship you are in with someone, yes, there's an appropriate type of way to break up with them. And you know what? At the end of the day, a sticky note might be fine. It might be justifiable. Fantastic, even. <laughs> <laughs> because imagine the story get out of it. I mean, that's what I always wonder. As I've come up with the idea of a unique way to break up with someone. I feel like our generation's, you know, very secular. We've moved away from conventional forms of religion, um, but we're also very spiritual. Like, we're constantly looking for meaning. You know, everyone gets those effing co-star notifications that tells them how to oh live gosh. their life that day. I'm guilty, so don't come for me. I'm self-aware. Um, <laughs> but what if you were to, like, you know, send, like, a member of the church to their house? Like not oh my god, please elaborate. <laughs> what? <laughs> like you like I I don't know. I assume it's also a free service because they're priests. But what if you sent like a priest, a denomination of your choice or one that appeals to them or doesn't appeal, and they just said, Look, I'm gonna take you on this spiritual journey. Um, I've come to tell you that your relationship's ended and this is how we're gonna heal. And this is how we're gonna grow. 
And this is like the morality you need to consider. Here are some verses you can read to get through this. Oh my, wow. <laughs> Here's a blessing. Dry your eyes. <laughs> I'm going to douse you in some holy water. Light up some incense. Uh, you know, join the church. Like, you know, your relationships ended. Take on this path of celibacy. Now come join the coven. Like, become a, a nun or a... I don't really know much about religion, as you can tell. But I just think this is fantastic. <laughs> it's such a gentle way to break up with someone. Or another way to do it, if it's a Friday night, just send a very, you know, attractive woman and say... Thank you. Hi, um, you know... Or man, or yeah, non-binary or person, or non-binary anyone. Person. And just ask them to do it for you and then to take them out for a drink. Here's a lap dance. <laughs> you are dumped. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, See, but this is like the creativity I feel like would alleviate it's the blow. It just, it really would because people are like, I mean. You can even write a short novel. Oh break up with them via book. A story of our relationship, last page, by the way, it's over. Amazing. <laughs> turn, it into a, turn, turn it into a Netflix a series. A chapter for every reason you're breaking up. <laughs> you are dumped for X, Y, Z. Like, I know, this is just, I've just been thinking about this a lot because the worst part of a breakup is, like, the constant mulling over, like, they said this, they said that, I could change this and be with them again. Oh, you know? I have a question for you. Yes, always. Um, after you've broken up with someone. I never have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Following a breakup, doesn't matter if um, you've been dumped or if you're doing the dumping. <coughs> How do you feel about providing constructive criticism? <laughs> like a portfolio. No, these just, are the results. Like a... <laughs> you know, my brother and his girlfriend actually do this, not in a breakup sense, but in like. A, I mean, I how did. How we it. are going? Really? Yes. What was that like? What did you did you have like a clipboard and a PowerPoint? No, God, no. It was a really long text, basically saying, "Oh my, it's God. not me, it's you." Love, love <laughs> that. We don't do that enough. But continue. The, this is the reason why. And I, I said it in a very polite way, mm. but I was like, you need to work on these things if you're going to pursue another relationship again. I never got a text back. <laughs> I can just imagine why. I take it back. I thought the text was like an easy way to just cut things off without making someone feel bad about themselves. No, but it is important to say because if you're – Actually, that's one thing I regret. Like, in my last relationship, I never said, oh, I feel like I said it throughout the relationship, but I never said at the end, by the way, these are the things that upset me. It was very much like, these are the things that upset me about you and this is why it's not working. I was like, oh, my God, I can change, I can change. No. Constructive criticism would have been a good way to turn around and be like, okay, cool, by the way, this is a two-way street, all relationships are. I'm not victim-blaming here. Come for me in the comments if you will. Everyone is at fault when a relationship ends. May not be the same burden of responsibility, but I'm not a judge and this isn't a courtroom. We're not here to prove that. We're here <laughs> to discuss how can you improve for the next scenario. Fuck. Sitch- <laughs> scenario. <laughs> scenario that you're in. Scenario. <laughs> scenario. Um, but I think that that's a really, really important um, point of view to have because mm. I've never had any relationships that I've regretted. And I think that a really important reason for that is 
with each one, I mm. try and understand what what I've learned from it. And providing constructive criticism is, you know, a way to do that. Yeah. Even asking for feedback. Like, what did I do wrong? Yes, I like that. I've always been told what I've done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you did this, this, and this. <laughs> but, yeah, no, actually, yeah, I think that's fantastic. I think it's just it's all in the delivery always. I often question do people have the range to do this appropriately? Like, you can genuinely ruin someone's life. And I was talking to my mum about this, not in the context of breakups, but in the context of, like, oh, you know, these, like, a, a parenthood. So the whole idea that, like, your parents can just say something is a passing comment, but as a child you take that and then that, like, forms your entire life and it can, you know, ruin your life. Not ruin, I'm being dramatic, but you know what but I mean. But they're your idols. It's, yeah, exactly, and it's something that sticks with you. And... Not to compare parenthood and, you know, like, relationshiphood, if that's a word. Oh, I'm about to burp. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's staying in there. <laughs> Good. Look, I'm being myself. Um, but it, the idea that, like, you know, you hold this person on such an elevated platform, what will they say that could then resonate in your mind forever? Forever. Oh, that's a hard one. I know, right? I'm trying to think. Like, I wonder if has anyone ever said anything to you that you've been like, "Oh my god, this, I this is I will think about this for the rest of my life." Anything negative or positive or either? Let's start with negative, start with and negative. then we'll alleviate our pain and go to positive. <laughs> no, nothing that traumatized me that way. That's good. Yeah. What about you? Um. I think it was, I've heard you're single-handedly ruining this relationship. Disagree. Again. Right? I know. Two-way street. Um, That's a big statement to make. Big statement. Did they explain why? No. But you can't, what? I know. I'm like, I'm down to understand, but why? Give me a why. How did you respond? I cried. And that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how I, would I just cried for that. <laughs> how dare you? No, but like I get it because it was it was also in the context of a fight. So you know, mm-hmm. people say things they do mean, but not to the extent that they've uh, manifested it. That's a really aggressive I and know. strong statement. I know, and it's just like how do you how and how do you perceive what your perception of constructive is to you is like crippling to someone else yeah but I can't justify the statement that said person made because I feel like if you're going to make a statement like that you need to explain specifically Mm. what it is that you think that your partner did wrong yeah and explain how it made you feel yes and then tell them that you know in, in the future maybe refrain from doing this and do more of this yeah 100% but then I'm just like, would I just prefer some to, like, cheat on me instead of telling me everything that's wrong with me? No, never. Cheating is never the answer. <laughs> just cheat never. On, if you want to break up with me, just cheat <laughs> on me. Oh, God. I mean, I, I've never understood cheating. It makes no sense to me. Mm. Like, if you've gotten to the point where you, you want to cheat, yeah, just, break, just up. break up first and then go do, go do Send what? a text. Send a text. Write a post-it note. <laughs> 
<laughs> just dump them. Write it on a shoe and throw it at them. Like, oh, anything. No. I can't rationalise cheating, but we'll get to that in another episode. I've mm-hmm. got too many opinions, surprisingly. Um, but I do think that constructive criticism never has to, you know, be shared in a very negative way. I feel like you can do it in a very polite way. Yeah, but you're a nice person. This is the key difference here. (laughs) Whereas someone like me would need like a BCG bloody business planning grid to operate this whole thing successfully. Otherwise, I feel like I'm very direct. I'm very aware of that. I feel like I'd say what I mean and then your coffee. I'm dying. It's fine. You're you're choking. Okay. I'm good. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I feel like I'd say what I mean and then it just it'd be perceived so terribly. Absolutely awfully. But is that your fault or theirs for miscomprehending it or just choosing to, you know, see the worst in what you've told True. them? True. I know. Well, you can't control perception. You can only control action, can you? Oh, that was a bit insightful. That was quite insightful. I don't, but, I don't think I came up with that. I feel like I stole that from something. But in that case, that that's their problem, and that's part of how they're going to grow. Is is what I say to you, is. and how you react is two hundred percent your own problem. <laughs> All right. On that note, how long are you allowed to grieve? Okay, so I was reading this article by um, who was it by Vice? Vice and reliable source. We love it. It has. A, there, there's a huge equation out there to calculate exactly how how long you should be grieving, mm. and it's a mathematical equation. Each letter stands for some can't comprehend different activity. I dropped maths when I was fifteen. Yeah, it's it's so really you, you interesting. Take, you explain this one. <laughs> um, I won't go through the long equation because the long equation has stuff like you know a plus b plus divided by this, and a might be you know the number of times you stalk their profile in a day. Oh. That's how. <laughs> You should you should add that amount of months oh to the God. grieving process. It's really funny. I feel like um, fucking sixty years. But the the short version of that equation is half the amount of time that you were with someone is yeah. the appropriate amount of time to grieve them. And I completely disagree with that because mm. I feel like I have been in situations where I've dated someone for a very short period of time, but we really, really, really connected on. A whole other level, like that, I cannot describe. And it, you know, took me over a year to get over them. Mm. And then hits you like a bus. Hits you like a bus, literally. And then there's been other instances where I've dated someone for a very long period of time, um, and they've done something to upset me or that hurt me, Mm. and I just saw a side to them that I could never, ever, ever envision myself with in the long run. So getting over them was a piece of cake. Yeah, cut. Cut. I love that. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I like the whole half the amount of time just kind of as a general rule of thumb because from, from like an outsider's perspective, so when you have a friend go through a breakup, for me, it's a good way to be like, okay, this is how much me (laughs) rationing my sympathy. No, but I've had friends who were in a relationship for like three and a half years and they're still, you know, like they're not still talking about it. They're actually like very successful, intelligent people with their own lives. But if if it were to come up, it's just like, oh, cool. Like, you know what? It's been a hot minute. Cool. I'm down to listen to you. Whereas if I knew someone who was in a relationship for six months and then they're still talking about it two years later, 
Like, are you mad? Get yeah. over it. I I completely agree with that. Mm. And I feel like I was guilty of being that person that was grieving. <laughs> <laughs> grieving for an... Move on! Not, not insane <laughs> amount of time. Like, it was a short period of time, but we were traveling. Like, B and I were traveling together. So I was obviously upset and would oh speak about it, <laughs> like, too much. Was it too much? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Good. I appreciate you. <laughs> I know. This is me being kind. Um, but, yeah, I think that your friend's reaction to your grieving mm. is is also a good guide of when you've overdone it and when yeah. you really, really have to build a bridge and get over it because yeah, just rip that Band-Aid off. That's so true. Well, the best advice I ever got, so my most recent breakup, my dad walks into my room the morning after and he comes in, he storms in. He's a lovely man for context, but <laughs> in this situation, he just says to me, he's like, look, do you plan on getting over this one day? And I'm sitting in bed just, you know, like watching. My mom told me to watch a funny movie to make me happy. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, well, then can you do it now? Because I don't really care for your moping attitude. And if you're going to get over this one day, you may as well just make it quicker rather than later. <laughs> This explains so I much. mean, I know. It explains so <laughs> That's much. That's where your cynicism and directness comes from. <laughs> but it was honestly the best advice I've ever gotten because, granted, I didn't just get over mm. it within that moment, but it kind of ex- it put everything into perspective. It's a reality check. It was. It's just like you actually are going to get over this yeah. it, very soon. Why not just, you know, like, why not just tell yourself, like, let's get over it, you know, Oh, but do I agree with that? See, I'm contradicting myself now because then I'm like, you have to feel what you feel. I feel like you you do have to feel what you feel. (coughs) You've got to let it out. Mm. But at the same time, you shouldn't be devastated. I feel like the only only Mm. cases where you're really allowed to be devastated is if you've started a life together, like you've built a home, you've got children or you're married or talked about the future. You're Mm. talking about being... Getting engaged. Yeah. In that case, sure. Oh it can be God. the end of the world yeah. for as the long as you want. The amount of people I know as well that, like, one minute they're talking about having each other's children, end, over. What do you mean? Like, the relationship's done. <laughs> Drama. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Which is, I think, why we Yes, I can imagine. I can imagine because I've had <laughs> friends talk that way and... I, I find it pretty ridiculous because, for context, we're both in our early 20s. Mm. Like, we're 22. I also look 400, but... <laughs> and I look about 16. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but- know. Every time someone's like, oh, my God, you're sisters. You're the older one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the truth. Um, <laughs> but ev- every time I hear someone that's, you know, our age talk about wedding plans and, you know, they've picked the exact location where they want to get married and their partner is on board and agrees and then a few months later they've broken up and they've unfollowed each other off of social media and blocked them on every account. Don't even get me started on that. Like, to me, that's ridiculous. Why are you talking about it in the first place? 
I know. Like spend a few years what? together. Let it become concrete. It's so tokenistic. Yeah. And this is my issue with it's like celebrating a promotion before you get it. Oh my god. Or like oh, making just, 10-year plans for your career where you don't even know where you'll be working in a month's time. Like from the bottom up. Are you really so is uncreative a word? Do you lack such creativity in the way you compliment and love someone that your go-to is to make these bullshit sweeping false promises? I'm going to marry you. <laughs> You're the love of my life. Let's have each I've said it. I've 100%. I have not meant it once. <laughs> I've not meant it once. And I've, I, I've never said any of that. Have, oh, hey, because you're authentic. Because I'm, I'm authentic. I, I know. I haven't even said I love you to anyone. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. I've said it too many times. But, you know, no, I have meant it. Uh, have you? I, I've definitely meant it for one person. Can't imagine I've meant it every single time I've said it. Anyway, that's me again. We've established I'm an emotional terrorist. Call ASIO, have them tap my phone, like, whatever. Anyway. But that brings us back to a breakup. A breakup will be so much less hurtful if it's not filled with all of these false promises. Can you imagine? Imagine being in a relationship where you just tell each other the truth. Yeah, make your partner's life easier. Stop lying to them. Stop saying, I love you. I want to marry you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. The best thing that's ever happened to you is being born. So let's start there because, you know, <laughs> you've been, you've been by any divine miracle out of thousands of sperm, you were chosen to fertilize one egg and then all the things happened. I, I don't know biology at all. <laughs> But you you were created. So that's the best thing that's ever happened to you. The fact that you were even existing right now. And you're going to sit here and lie to this person you've been with for three and a half weeks. Why don't you just tell them they look pretty? What is all this crap where we have to make these grand sweeping, inauthentic gestures? And you can come for me and tell me you mean it with every fibre of your being. But when your ass is dumped or you're ready to break up with someone because Stacey from down the block wears a slightly shorter Jenny. skirt. Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> when you're racially fetishizing a beautiful Latina woman because you're over <laughs> your relationship and you're going to tell me that you meant every word that you said, by God, spare me. Honestly, just be authentic. I think that's going to be the point of every single one of these episodes, really. Like, stop lying to each other. Direct it at myself. But, you know, but this is, like, it just, it comes back to this lack of creativity. Like, oh, you know, like, let's just follow all these, you know, like, conventional ways of showing someone we love them. Let's, ooh, let's play into this five love language bullshit, which we'll get to in another episode because that is a bone to pick on its own. Just say what you mean. And that's why when you break up, things won't be that hard. That's why you can dump someone via a text message or a Catholic priest and it'll be fine. I'm I'm loving this theme of creativity. Yes. What are your processes in overcoming a breakup? Are you creative with any of them? <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't used to have one until the end of my last relationship. And now it's like I get a tattoo oh. and I dye my hair like every single time. Is that the breakup ritual? It actually is, yeah. Do you feel better? I honestly, I do. In that moment, I feel really, like, 
irresistible. To get to the man, I got a tattoo. Yeah, like, I got a tattoo. This is your fault. And it's always, like, one that is completely meaningless, but, like, it's cool. So I'm just like, yeah, like, I got a tattoo in this moment and it doesn't, it actually never reminds me of the breakup. I'm always just, like, whenever someone comments on it, they're like, when did you get it? And I'm reminded of the context. And then I always do my hair, which, oh, my God, I should preface now, I am a dirty blonde. I am going back to my natural colour. I'm not... I'm not going through a breakup, though. So this is purely just... Uh, That's exciting. I know. It's purely just a life choice this time around. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe this will be um, a new ritual. Every time mm. you go back to your... Natural colour. <laughs> my roots. <laughs> by definition. <laughs> you meet a nice man. Oh, my God. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Well. Manifesting for 2020. I know. It's the, yeah, it's the full physical transformation. I also get really into fitness. Same. Yeah. I do that too. My mom's always like, looking good. My mom's two favorite things after a relationship breaks down to say is looking good's the best revenge. Agreed. You know. Agreed. And moving on and being happy and fulfilled within yourself as well. And then I knew it wasn't going to work. Every single time. Oh, I knew it wasn't going to work. Why didn't oh. you say anything? Why didn't you say anything at the start then? <laughs> That's such a valid She's point. Just, she just is such an Aries. She loves to come in and be like, hope you're all right. I told you so. I told like, you so. I, oh my God. I love it to death, but Jesus. My mom's the same. And mom's a Scorpio. Fire sign. She says it with a sting. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's a good that's a good process. I like that. Mm. I think it's really, really important to work on yourself and, you know, make yourself happy again. We're here to evolve. There mm-hmm. was actually a tweet by Lizzo. Hang on, get it up. I can't remember. What's your oh, – don't say your passcode on air, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, I, I love Lizzo. She, I read this tweet. Hang on, where is it? Oh, yeah, she's – no, it wasn't a tweet. It was a TikTok. It was, like, her getting dumped by this skinny white guy, and it's like, in 2020, we don't break up, we glow up. Incredible. Incredible. If anyone else said that, I would throw myself off a cliff out of embarrassment. But the fact that it's her, I so vehemently believe in absolutely anything she says. I love Lizzo. Ah, oh, that woman is a queen. C'est très magnifique. Um, but what's your breakup remedy? Oh, I listen to very sad music and draw a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All of my best um, art has come from my breakups. Love. Yeah. Big, um, I don't know, artists. Who's an artist that <laughs> don't know? But I really enjoy it because I'm I'm the kind of person that hates showing any kind of negative emotion, which you already love that. Yeah. Like I'm if, the if I'm opposite. see if I'm sad, stressed, angry. I deal with that internally. I come alive. God, I, I cannot. I, I, I literally can't show that side of me to people. And a great process for me is to just draw it out. I love that. That's yeah. at least creative. God, I'm so vapid. You're like, yeah, I have these massive, <laughs> I, get a I have these creative births. <sighs> I dye my hair. Fantastic. <laughs> all the clearly manifests all the personal growth. I, I mean, mean, at the end of the day, the only important thing is finding what works for you and what's going to make you happy. Mm. And for me, that's like a really cathartic approach. For me, it's a 22-year-long long, perilous journey that we're still staring into the void of. But that was, that was dark. That was dark. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's humour and cynicism. Um, 
But yeah, breakup remedies. I look. Do you agree? Here's something. Actually, yes or no? Do we still believe in the gathering around all your best friends? I won't gather around all of my best friends. Mm. I'll probably just talk to one or two and mm. let out all of my emotions. Yeah, agreed, actually. Because Naomi Campbell, my queen, mm-hmm. my resident queen, said it best when she said, like, if you're talking to more than three people about your problem, you don't want solutions, you want attention. You want attention. Legit. And I like, I feel like that reigns supreme for... Sorry, I burped again. <laughs> I had an ice cream before we started recording. <laughs> Um, But I think that reigns supreme as a rule of thumb. Okay. Uh, And I also think that it's really, really important to share it with both a female and a male perspective because they vary significantly. I feel Mm. like whether it's a breakup or an argument, every time I've gone to my girlfriends about it, they will literally edge me on and be like, oh, this is all his fault. Like, oh how God. inconsiderate. How like, good is stop that talking to him. When you all just hate one, but, like, the <laughs> fury. It's like the Handmaid's Tale when they oh. beat that man to death. He's <laughs> awful. And I will completely agree. And then an hour later I'll call my guy friend and my guy friend will be like, oh, you're you're really overanalyzing everything. Like, this is literally what he meant. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. I completely Wrong. agree. <laughs> Cancelled. Um, um, so, and- yeah, I think it's, it's really, really important to have, to also be accepting of different viewpoints. Like, Yeah. Well, I actually, I asked a non-binary friend once their perspective, and that was the best because they're kind of like, absolved of all gender norms so there's no like I was speaking about a heteronormative relationship and they were just like oh you know like I'm not going to come to you with this like let's hate them let's hate this person or like let's be rational and let's you know discuss this it was very much like how do you feel and that's the single best question I feel like you can ask someone in a breakup it's like how does this situation make you feel how are you going to like, how do you want to feel? Because so and how many are we people forget to, to do that. So many people just get upset or angry. It's like, and it's like but, they're but, the problem. No, you're the problem. <laughs> what do you mean? But at the end well, of the we're day... We're aware of that. Like, honestly, it's happened. And usually if you're getting to the point where you're breaking up with someone, it, it's not working. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the breakup isn't the initial point of, you know, disagreement. It's usually the end point. Like, there's been a build-up, hence... This very, very, like, final end-all decision, right? I know, but you know what shits me is those situations where it's not like that. I met this guy in Vietnam who, he didn't tell me this personally, so I probably shouldn't share this story, but oh well. Um, But everyone else told me that he broke up with his girlfriend of five years who he loved, no issues whatsoever. He just thought to himself, like, oh, I don't think I'm going to marry her. So they broke up. He was talking about it nonstop to everyone around him and everyone was like, just get back together. If there was no issue, just get back together. And he genuinely, there was apparently no issue. It was just the whole concept of like, oh, like we might not get married. Maybe he's having a quarter-life crisis. Oh, for God's sake, these people. I'm one of those people. I know, I'm one of those people too. (laughs) I'm going to get on a high horse that I absolutely cannot cast stones at. Hang on. No, I said that saying wrong. <laughs> I'm going to sit in a glass house and cast stones 
Oh, you know what I mean. I anyway. have no idea what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um. Oh, God. I'm just... I don't know what advice to give, really. Like, what would you say to someone who's just been dumped? I would definitely ask them how they feel. Yep. That's and then we've come to. Yeah, I, I think it's important to, you know, be in touch with those emotions mm. and to also... Repress them. I'm kidding. No, don't. Never repress. Bottle them up. No. Cry it all out. Never bottle it up. If you talk about it, you are a loser. <laughs> Always talk about it. <laughs> Cry about it. Talk about it. Scream about it. But if you're going to go on about it for too long, you have to start paying your friends because we're not. We're, this is the freelance economy and anyone can be a therapist right now, okay? <laughs> I, I'm serious. Someone comes to me with a relationship issue that is spanned months years <laughs> expect a $300 bill it's that, 2020 it's that 2020 so i'm collecting wigs and checks wigs wigs yes i'm snatching wigs left right and center <laughs> you're going to come to me with your problems thank you very much for launching my first personal business as a therapist because i'm <laughs> so done with the whole drag on well, I think that to summarize today's episode, <laughs> if you've reached the point of breaking up with someone, do it. Do it and let by it go. By a priest. <laughs> Not by a priest. <laughs> by a stripper. By a stripper. No, but if you if you're getting to a to the point where you're breaking up with someone, I think that reflect on the relationship, mm. recognize where you went wrong, where they went wrong well on it, provide constructive criticism. With a clipboard and a yeah. PowerPoint. Ask for feedback on where you went wrong, especially if you're the one that's been dumped and you still, you know, see scope mm. for getting back together. Ooh. Because constructive criticism is another, you know. Development. Glow exactly. up. Glow exactly. up. Glow up. Don't just dye your hair and get a tattoo. And never, ever, ever be friends with your ex unless, oh unless, unless there hell are... freezes over. <laughs> no, unless there are zero feelings there on both ends, which is highly unlikely Impossible. if you're physically attracted to each other. I don't deal in absolutes except in this situation. Do not be friends with your ex. It's get never, other friends. It's never going to get other, meet new people. Do you need them as a friend? How many friends do you... Oh, this is another episode. <laughs> How many friends do you actually need? Um, but, yeah, well... But I think that wraps it all up. I'm ready to break up with this episode. <laughs> is this my first This is my first role as a dumpy? It's, it's not us, it's you. <laughs> it is 100% you. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for tuning in. And um, our producer wants to talk to us. Oh, our Instagram, yes. <laughs> he has a much sexier that? voice than the two of us. No, no, this is all staying in. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow us on... What's our Instagram? Officially, Officially unofficial pod. Pod, yes. <laughs> Just in case you weren't aware that this is a podcast. Good night and good luck on your dumped ass. <laughs> 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 <laughs>